1: Welcome to a new episode of Land Grant Holy Land's Recruiting Centric Podcast, The Dotted Line. My name is Matt Tammanini. I am joined today by Land Grant Holy Land Recruiting Columnist and our resident football coach, Caleb Hauser. Caleb, it's an off week. Ohio State has gotten halfway through their their regular season. Hopefully there's three more games after uh, the regular season wraps up, but things are looking pretty good and it's time for the Buckeyes to reset a little bit during this downtime and start to focus a little bit more on recruiting and getting out and seeing guys play.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for the fact that, you know, some of the times in the season, there can be kind of like recruiting lulls in terms of like commitments and actual like progress being made in terms of like, you know, who's going to commit, who's next in line. Um, but, you know, when Ohio State has five home game weekends in a row to start the season, I mean, recruiting progress and momentum is definitely on their side with how many guys they were able to host over the last several weeks. And, you know, being that they got a home game, not this week, obviously with the bye, but next week, you know, it's another chance for them to start getting those guys back. And with signing day, you know, really – only you know less than two months away now. It, it's it's kind of crunch time, and Ohio State being back on the road with the staff, you know, this weekend is is definitely going to play a big part into that.
1: Yeah, so we want to talk about where Ohio State coaches might be going over this off week, who they might be trying to get a little bit better commitment or understanding from their commitment. Uh, from we do know that um, Bucknuts of Twenty Four Seven Sports, Bill Kurlic reported on Sunday that. Um, Uh, There will be some Ohio State coaches heading up to see Toledo St. John's Jesuit play Finley. Um, That is where Ohio State offensive Line Commitment, the number 72 player in the country. Uh, No, let me say that again. The number 45 player in the country, uh, Luke Montgomery, is. And of course, his brother, Ryan Montgomery, who is a quarterback and has an offer from Ohio State, will be as well. And he's in the 2025 class. Um, obviously, kind of kill two birds with one stone on this one. I don't believe Curlick said who would be making that trip. Uh, no, he did not, but somebody will be, uh, at the Finley game to watch the Montgomery brothers play.
0: Yeah, I'd have to imagine that, you know, Coach Fry gets there, uh, to see, you know, his future guy. And then obviously, um, I would think Corey Dennis would be the guy that goes in there, uh, you know, to, to see, you know, little brother Ryan Montgomery play quarterback for the, for the Finley Trojans who are you know, doing a good job. I mean, that kid is one of only a couple quarterbacks that Ohio state has offered in the 2025 class, but, you know, being that he's got the brother connection right there, been in state kid, he kind of does seem right away is like the obvious pick to kind of be the guy in the 2025 class. So um, definitely would think those two would be there, but I mean, who knows, maybe Ryan day will also go and attend that one, Not, you know, being that it's, you know, an only a couple hour trip up North
1: yeah and we know who Ohio State's quarterback will be in the uh, 2024 class already don't we is that right is that Rayola is in the 24 yep. Yep. okay Dylan Rayola yep. I, I, the years throw me off now that we have signing days in the in <laughs> yeah, December right. like I get confused but yeah so they know who they have in 2024 so in terms of uh, quarterbacks they're already looking at 2025 so that makes sense sticking with the familial connections to Buckeyes it appears that uh, defensive coordinator and linebacker coach Jim Knowles will be heading to to uh, see Big Walnut play at Dublin Sciota on Friday. He will be looking at specifically at Big Walnut linebacker slash safety Garrett Stover. He is the cousin of, of, of Cade Stover, Ohio State linebacker turned tight end. Um, he's currently a four star number 189 in the country, but he's somebody who we've talked about before and has just kind of been uh, praised as the type of guy both physically and Intensity-wise, that fits really well in Knowles' defense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If he's anything like Cade, it's it's a it's a home run get. I mean, watching Cade on the field is is special. Um, just being how physical he is, but also his football IQ. I mean, there are some things he does, you know, from the tight end blocking scheme that you know he really hasn't been a tight end very long. But yeah, I'm kind of watching him just from the schematic things and just the way he like uses his body to kind of cut off defensive ends and outside linebackers that are rushing. Um, I mean, it looks like he's played the position his whole life. So if this is a kid that, you know, is anything like his cousin, that is a definitely a huge get, even if it is an in-state kid who might not be, you know, as highly ranked as some of the more national guys they tend to go after. Yeah.
1: Um, talking about some highly rated guys, we are looking at still trying to ramp up the Ohio state recruiting class with One, two, probably not three, but they are looking at three different highly recruited edge rushers. We've talked about them on previous episodes uh, before with Damon Wilson, um, uh, Mateo Uyunglele, and who's the third one? Um, Keon Keely. Yeah. Uh, And and Keon Keely. I would two of those players play in Florida, although they are in different parts of Florida. So I would imagine that Larry Johnson is going to come down and visit me. I live in Florida, so he's going to come down. Me, maybe we'll maybe we'll set up a time to go get some donatos or something because we do have donatos down here. Um, Don't know if anyone will get out to see Mateo in California, but um, you'd have to imagine that somebody is going to be talking to at least two of those guys in person uh, over the next week or so.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And I think defensive line is definitely the position that people are kind of looking at the most in terms of like where Ohio state needs to finish and finish big. Um, You know, they've got two guys on the fold already right now, but that's just not enough. And like we've talked about, you know, ad nauseum, if you will, Larry Johnson does, you know, kind of this cycle every year where the momentum (laughs) is late and guys are added to the class late, you know, whether people, you know, whether people enjoy that or not, that's just kind of the way things work. And I, in my opinion, I think it's because a lot of these guys that are highly touted they're tough top national prospects that always go, you know, kind of the full length with their recruitments, if you will. Um, So I think a lot of it is not just because Larry Johnson, you know, might get those guys later because of his style. But I think, again, those kids kind of take, you know, their full time uh, with those recruitments and a lot of times it works out in Ohio state's favor. So I think that'll happen again. Kind of like you said, it'd almost be silly not to go visit at least two of the three. I mean, I'd be willing to bet, you know, knowing that Ohio State's got their own personal, you know, private jet to do whatever the whatever in the world they want to do and kind of an unlimited recruiting, you know, uh, salary, if you will, you know, just – the amount of money they're able to spend in that kind of area for the football team, you would think that at least two of the three and probably possibly three of the three guys will be um, recruited this week, you know, being that it's an off week. So um, definitely those are guys that I think they would stop in at. And, you know, for, for me, if, if they're able to continue the, the momentum with at least, you know, the, the kind of the Keon on Keely type deal with, you know, how often he's been in campus lately. I think that's a big one. And obviously a lot of people too have been, you know, kind of honing in on Mateo still having Ohio state as a leader. I know uh, I'm going to forget his name, but I think it's like Greg Biggins or something that is yeah. one of the two, four, seven analysts. Yep. Mm-hmm. From 24 seven. He's kind of the West coast insider. And he, you know, he alluded to it this you know, just this past week that, you know, Mateo, still has Ohio state out in front. So, you know, with that kind of news, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, keep it that way and go visit him. So um, easier said than done, obviously, but I, I would have a hard time believing Ohio state doesn't get out there and, and at least see, you know, two of the three guys, like you mentioned.
1: Yeah. And to put it in perspective, those three guys are three of the top five edge rushers in the country. So Keon Keeley is currently the number eight player in the country, number one at edge rusher. Mateo Uyangalale is number 28 player in the country, number four at edge. And Damon Wilson is number five uh, edge rusher and number 29 in the country. So it's one of those, when you get that high, it's like, okay, one's higher ranked, you know, Keon's ranked higher, but like they're all good. So Absolutely. I would not be surprised, especially with closing down, as you talked about, like that's still something that's a, a position of need in 2023. That that might be a spot where Ryan Day has obviously has limit, more limited um, recruiting capabilities. And I'm not exactly sure where this falls in the calendar with the head coach because they can only do so much with a head coach. Um, but he might be a nice closer to get in there with some of these guys. Uh, it is important to note that um, Larry Johnson does have two defensive line commits right now. They are interior defensive linemen. The first is the kind of the legacy pick of of Will Smith Jr., the son of the late, great former Buckeye. Uh, the other one is Jason Moore, who is a number 55 player in the country from DeMatha Catholic High School in Maryland. He's the number six defensive lineman, interior defensive lineman in the country. So it's not like he has nobody in the class and it's not like he doesn't have you know, high four star guys already. Um, but definitely those edge rusher positions are, are super important for him to nail down heading into the early signing period in December. Uh, other than those guys, who are some guys that you hope that somebody from the Ohio State staff might get a chance to see, whether, um, it's actually to see them play on Friday night or make a stop at their high school throughout the course of the next week or two?
0: Yeah, I think for me, I would kind of hope that they would kind of just stay, if they're going to stay local, you kind of go right into, you know, your backyard, you go see Cleveland Glenville. I mean, that's kind of the one for me that, in my opinion, was how many guys they kind of have right now that are just really good players, um, you know, in their backyard. I would kind of hope that it's, you know, one of those things where they just go in and check on him. I mean, Bryce West is kind of the, is the one that you kind of think about right away. Um, But again, you know, just with how many talented players are in Ohio for the 2024 class, in my opinion, it's better than the current 2023 class. I think those are you know, kind of things that you need to go do right away is, you know, kind of take care of your backyard. And Ryan day and his staff have, you know, kind of said that, you know, time and time again, even recently that, you know, they're going to do what they can to keep the best guys in Ohio, uh, you know, and recruit Ohio first before they go nationally. So, you know, being that it's close, I would, I would hope that they go and see guys like that. Um, There are some really good players, um, you know, just, you know, right around, right around the Cincinnati area as well, too. I'm kind of interested in Jordan Marshall, um, the running back at at of Cincinnati Um, Archbishop Moeller. That's kind of one that it's like, you know, again, you know, that that's another top, you know, 200 player in your backyard at at the running back position. You're still, you know, got a stockpile of talent at the running back spot right now, even with some guys banged up a little bit. I mean, Travion definitely will be back next year. You would think Mayan will be back again next year and then Uh, down. uh, Yeah, it's possible. I I mean, in my opinion, it's like, you know, he's he's doing a really good job. But I mean, is that draft stock gonna be worth leaving right now? I I don't know. I mean that's another topic for another day, I guess.
1: But all I'm saying is is like Evan Pryor will be back next year too. So like Absolutely. So that's what I mean. (laughs) Does it get much better is the thing. Is like he could probably get you know, he could improve his draft stock, but if that's a really crowded room, is it worth sticking around for another year and using another year on your time? Anyway, that is another topic for another day.
0: Yeah, No, no doubt. I I think the other one that I'm looking at is Springfield, Ohio native, uh, Aaron Scott, another cornerback. And and maybe this is a little bit of like, you know, what's going on, keeping up with the times right now with how Ohio state cornerbacks are playing right now. And again, you know, we kind of talked about that earlier, but in, in my opinion, when you've got guys like Bryce West, Aaron Scott, that are right in your backyard, especially Springfield, of, you know, just being a half hour down the road. Those are guys that you kind of go and look at right away. Um, and, and not really to evaluate them because you already know what you have. But again, just be that current and that constant force, you know, kind of in the background of their, of their mind and then their recruitments of, you know, saying like, hey, you know, the best stay home, the best stay at Ohio State, you know, we need to continue to reload the depth of the cornerback spot. And again, you got two guys that are, you know, right in your backyard that they can do that with.
1: All right, Caleb, we appreciate you uh, jumping sure. on. If you're finding this episode on landgrantholyland.com, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We are knocking out nearly two episodes every single day throughout the college football season, and you will not hear the different voices and perspectives and insights anywhere else in the Buckeye podcasting universe that you will hear from Land. Grant Holy Land. Don't forget to follow landgrantholyland on Twitter at landgrant33. You can find me at BWW Matt Caleb, where can people find you? First and last name, Caleb Hauser 9 on Twitter. All right, everybody, have a wonderful week. We will talk to you soon, and as always, go Bucks.